You may have heard when you were a child that it was important to get a proper job, meaning something full-time, office-based with set hours and a contractual monthly salary, or a profession like law or medicine. I know, if a proper job is what you've always known, anything else seems a little bit risky or insecure, something that other people who are more daring or perhaps a little bit younger than you do. The truth is that the traditional role of the proper job is slowly being eroded, and it won't be long before less linear paths are mainstream. This can open up a world of opportunity to you if you're willing to open your mind to new possibilities. Today we're talking about the various career path options you can take and how you can decide on the one path that suits you and your passion best. If you're thinking about how you can create a career that works for you and your lifestyle, this episode is for you. So let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. The world really seems to be evolving at a rapid pace right now, whether it's the pandemic, political changes and movements, or the dawn of the age of Aquarius. The last few years have not been dull, despite us spending most of it hiding in our homes. The pandemic has definitely had a hand in some changes, with the advances in technology and mindsets in relation to how we work already becoming quite clear. Although much will go back to normal post-COVID, some things will be changed forever, and now is the time for you to take advantage of this new working landscape. Who knows what job roles and careers there'll be in the future? In the 90s, the world had no clue there'd be careers such as influencers, YouTubers, online businesses, web developers, podcasters or bloggers. Back in 2018, a report published by Dell Technologies and authored for the Institute for the Future and a panel of 20 tech, business and academic experts from around the world state that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 haven't even been invented yet. They said that the pace of change will be so rapid that people will learn in the moment using new technologies such as augmented reality and virtual reality. The ability to gain new knowledge will be more valuable than the knowledge itself. So whatever path you decide on now, flexibility and openness to learn and change will will be the name of the game in the future. You need to be clear on what your career path will look like now and also have a few backup options in the bank in case we get some more shifts and changes in the future. In this episode, we're looking at some of the career paths you can take. It's not an exhaustive list, but something to get you thinking about what you really want. I'm not talking about the specialism you're passionate about, but we're looking at how your passion can show up in your career, as there are many paths and potential options you can take to make the most of your burning passion. For example, if your burning passion is design, and you want to change your career path and be a designer, you could look for a perm or contract role as a designer, or perhaps teach design, set up your own design business, do freelance design work, etc, etc. You get what I mean? There are a lot of options as to which direction you could take that one passion. So let's take a look at some of them. First up, the career reignition. If you know for sure that you still have a passion for what you do in your job, 
but something else is stopping you from being happy and fulfilled, you need to work out what that issue is. If you still love what you do day to day, maybe the difficulty is your manager, or perhaps the team is unsupportive or too competitive, or it's the company culture itself that's causing the frustration. Or maybe you've not progressed as you would like to. You're not earning what you think you're worth. Work out what it is and then take action to pull yourself out from that situation. The key thing here is to take action to reignite your career or it will stay stalled and you'll remain frustrated and unfulfilled. Depending on the reason for your frustration, taking action could involve taking the steps to go for promotion, if that's something you're ambitious for, or maybe asking for recognition or enhanced status with your current employer for your expertise in your specialism. This could include financial recognition, more development, or maybe a wider scope. At least ask about the possibilities where you currently work before looking to move. If you've exhausted all avenues, or just know your current employer is not the one for you, you can look to move to a new company um, in the same or a different industry. Just take your time and make sure you do your research so you don't end up somewhere where your frustration is just the same. If you're more adventurous, you could also look for opportunities to continue your career in a new city or country. Sometimes that change is enough to reignite the flame of your passion and give you that mojo back. Okay, the next option is the career shift. This is when you know that your true passion lies in a different sphere from your current career. Although you may be successful in your current work, you're not fulfilled or excited enough by it to stick with it long term. You've realised life's too short to spend most of your time working in something you do not love or feel motivated by. This option is to change your career to a completely different path, but still remaining as an employee. So if you're working in finance, but your passion is really for marketing, or if you work in the sales role, but really want to become a garden designer, or you're a teacher who wants to move into corporate, or a doctor who wants to become a teacher, this is not something that happens overnight and is more challenging, but definitely possible. It involves planning to make the leap in stages so you can retain an income while building on your skills and talents so you can make that transition. The next option I call the free spirit. What are we talking about here? Well, it's consultancy, contracting and freelancing. There are terms that are sometimes used interchangeably, but there are distinct differences. So let's have a quick look at what they are. Okay, so consultants are independent professionals who have skills, training and knowledge in their specific field. What they do is to assess the performance or activities in a company or a specific department, then make suggestions and provide advice on how to make improvements. The good thing is that they don't usually have to do the actual work themselves, but will show the client how to implement their proposals. So if you have a particular specialism you're strong at, you can use that knowledge to advise based on your education and experience. For example, if you're an accountant who's worked at many companies where you've implemented changes that have increased productivity or proficiency, you could set yourself up as a consultant teaching others how to do that. On the other hand, as a contractor, you're hired by clients to provide a service or complete a project on a short-term contract basis. That would typically be for three, six or 12 months. You'll work on-site at your client's offices along permanent employees and do the actual work until the end of the contract time unless it's extended, which it sometimes is. Finally, a freelancer completes tasks and projects away from a client's premises, usually at home, although sometimes they may come to the office on occasion depending on the project. The tasks are usually quite specific, like creating a computer programme or a financial model or writing copy for a particular project. Like contractors, freelancers are doers. 
The main difference between contractors and freelancers is that contractors only work for one client at a time, whereas freelancers will generally work on multiple projects for more than one client. All these options would work for you if you know you're already working with your true passion, but just want to have a different way of working with it. But if you're changing to a new specialism, which is more aligned with your passion, the consultancy route wouldn't quite make sense as that kind of knowledge is built up over years. Unless your new specialism is based on what you know about from years of it as a hobby, like if you're a consultant in garden design and you've been doing that for years just for fun, but you have the expertise to back up how you could be a consultant for that particular specialism. But if you're building up your knowledge and skill set in a new area of expertise, then the contracting or freelancing options would be best, as you can test your new skills and build up a reputation in your new career specialism, which could ultimately lead to a permanent role if that's what you want. The benefits of all these options are that you have flexibility and control over the work you do and when you work. This gives you the freedom to balance your work and life and achieve whatever you have in your success vision. I once worked with somebody who worked as a contractor for six months of the year and then focused on her work as an artist for the rest of the time. The contracting subsidised her passion, which I just thought was amazing. Also, if you enjoy working with other people in offices, then contracting and consultancy give you that opportunity without tying you or them into something longer term. Another benefit is that as there is less permanency in being self-employed, you can charge more than you would as an employee. If you have the skills, you could wear all these hats and alternate from consultancy, contracting and freelance work as it suits you. Okay, fourth, the online employee. As the name suggests, this is where you work 100% online. It touches on some of the other options, but I thought it deserves its own category as it's becoming more and more relevant. The pandemic has shown companies and, and all of us that it's possible to work from home, which has debunked many theories that some jobs could only be done in an office environment. So if you've enjoyed the flexibility and time saving that working from home has brought, it could be the right moment to make it more permanent. You could continue in your current specialism if you're passionate about it and find an online version. That could be either with your current employer if they're agreeable or with a new employer. Equally, if you want to make a career with a new passion, this could also be a great option. As I mentioned when discussing freelancing, it can be a way to get companies to test your new skills without them having to agree to a longer term arrangement. There are now many roles being advertised as full time from home, not just with large companies, but also with smaller, more entrepreneurial enterprises. With the rise of online only businesses, virtual employees are becoming more popular. Roles such as virtual assistants are on the rise and other specialisms like finance, HR, marketing, legal are also ideally suited to move online as online businesses grow. As a fully online worker, you can work from wherever you want, which gives you more flexibility to travel and make your work and home life more fluid. However, like any solo-based role, you need to make sure you can deal with working by yourself as it takes a lot of discipline and you can be alone for long periods. But if that works for you, it can really truly be a viable career option. Next up, the business startup. There's a huge industry now of experts saying if you're unfulfilled or frustrated in your job, then go set up your own business. But it's not for everyone. You should definitely explore all options before taking the leap, as it has to work for you. Saying that, there is a way to try before you buy and work out if being a business owner is for you. And that is the side hustle. This is the option where you start a business involving your passion alongside your current job. 
it need not even be a business. You can start it as a hobby and gradually move up to having something people would actually pay for. The side hustle is perfect if you're not ready to change your career yet due to responsibilities or circumstances. It allows you to explore your passion for the project, test your talents and skills, and help you decide if it is something you think you can make an income for you and help you reach your vision for success. Obviously, it's not all positive. The challenge with this is creating the time and energy to focus on your business or hobby while working full time, or you could burn out. But it is possible with planning and organisation. On the other hand, as a full-time business owner, you're ready to say goodbye to your life as an employee and celebrate the freedom and potential rewards that come with being your own boss. You know you have the skills, drive and potential to make the change. This option is not to be taken lightly. The transition from employee to business owner not only involves a huge amount of learning, but also tests and stretches your self-belief and confidence to the full. The main focus here is to educate yourself, prepare and plan in depth, even if you don't officially launch until after you leave your job. This is indeed a big leap, but it's a controlled leap. If this is where your burning passion lies, then it's a change you have to make, whatever it takes. Okay, next up, the life transformation. It takes a particular type of person to go for this. You really have to have a fire in you. This is all or nothing. The life transformation option means exactly that. Powering your passion to change your career, country and way of life. Think of, think of the TV programs Escape to the Country or New Life in the Sun. These people are willing to risk everything to make their dream happen. This is more rare than the other options, but achievable if you have the burning passion to go for it. It's also usually a longer term plan, but can be achieved faster if you have the drive, energy and determination. If a life transformation is what you're aiming for, then a solid strategy, plan and organisation is essential. And finally, we have the hybrid. As it sounds, this is the mix and match option where you can be really inventive. You can take one or two of the other pathways and mix them together. It's how you can really tailor a career for yourself to fit your passion, support your success vision and allow you to keep some of the security and reassurance you may be clinging on to. It can also help you make a transition from one specialism or industry to another, as you can use the hybrid to test other potential career paths. For example, you could work part-time in a permanent role three days a week, then have your own business for the other two. Or you could have your own business that you work on for four days, but then freelance for another business for one day. This option takes more planning and preparation, but also future-proofs you should something happen in one of your roles. You'll always have a backup. Now, a bit of caution, with all these options, there'll be a host of administrational, financial and legal points you will need to dig into further for each. But don't get hung up on that yet. First, consider which of the options would suit your passion, talents and skills, success, vision and lifestyle most and make a decision to go for it. There's a power in simplicity. There's no point looking for a contract or perm role or considering a side hustle all at the same time, unless you are considering the hybrid option. Choose the option that will fit the life you want, find out all you need to know to make the move and go for it. I've worked with people who want to hedge their bets, looking for a full-time permanent role, while also considering contracts or wanting to open a business but still considering freelancing. Splitting your focus will mean it's less likely you achieve any of them. I'm um, reading a book at the moment called The One Thing. It's written by Gary Keller with Jay Papasan. Gary Keller himself is number one in the real estate in the US. And the premise of the book is that to be successful, you need to focus on one thing. 
By putting all your effort into that one thing, you have more chance of that actually taking off. It's a really interesting book, actually, mainly in relation to productivity and focusing on what's important. So I'll add a link to it in the show notes. So go go take a look. So if you can find the one career option you want to go for, then focus all your efforts in making it happen. You have far more chance of success than if you look at a lot of paths at once. You can always try another option further down the line. If you're not ready or don't want to work for yourself, then look at how you will progress your career in a more traditional route to reignite the career you're already in or find a new specialism in the same world. That does not stop you from changing to a different path in the future. A final thought. All path options are possible and varying in difficulty, but with a clear strategy and proper planning, you can make any of them happen. You just have to be willing to put in the work, overcome any obstacles and be daring enough to trust and believe in yourself. A lot will also depend on what your burning passion is and if you're clear on it. If you want to know what your burning passion is, then go back and listen to episodes 3, 4, 5 and 6 and download my free guide, How to Find Your Burning Passion and Reignite Your Career and Life. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. So that's it for today. It always goes so quickly. To recap, the working world is changing, so make sure you're prepared and ready to gain from new opportunities. Decide on the career path option that most suits your passion, talents, lifestyle and vision for success. Have a backup plan and always be ready to pivot to something new. Focus on one career path option and put all your effort into making it happen. For all paths, develop a clear strategy, make detailed plans to support your goals and keep organised. I'll be talking all about that in a future episode. If you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website nicolohara.com forward slash podcast. Join me in the next episode and remember, everyone deserves to live their passion, so get started, this is your time.